This is a Triple J podcast. Hey, it's Dave Marchese. Welcome to the Summer Hack Podcast. And just a heads up, we're about to talk about eating disorders. So if you might find this triggering, this listen may not be for you. It is almost Christmas time, which generally I think we can say is a fun time of the year for most people. It can be stressful though. Like even if you love spending time with your family, it's an intense period. There's so much build up. A lot of it centers around food, Christmas parties, family lunches, dinners, even the little daily chocolate from the advent calendar. So for people living with an eating disorder, it can be a really tough time of year. Often it can be the toughest time of year. And experts say there's always this big spike in calls for help over the summer. Hack reporter April McLennan's been looking into it. Between the Christmas crackers, there's roast buds, a big juicy ham, prawn cocktails, turkey, carrots, pudding, pavlova, and we can't forget about the gravy. Maybe your mouth's watering and you can't wait to dive in. But for some people, Christmas can actually be a really stressful time. And I had this, oh God, like debilitating fear of ruining Christmas. <laughs> for years, Mia Morrissey tried her best to celebrate this food-centric holiday while living with an eating disorder. I'm Mediterranean. <laughs> so like food and conversations around food is the epicenter of family dynamic. It is everything. The cultural dilemma that I constantly experienced because I didn't want to disrespect my family who showed their love for me by wanting to feed me and wanting to cook for me. And my own internal struggle was so hard. And if you think Mia's voice or name sounds familiar, that's because it probably is. You might have seen her in shows like Deadlock, Totally Completely Fine, or even Home and Away. Anyway, Mia says it wasn't just the focus on food that made Christmas really tough for her. I think another way that family members who are uncomfortable with with, with your the way that your brain works or the way that you're functioning is to make jokes. Like they'll kind of make jokes about food or like, oh, you have a different diet every year or you have a, like, it's just their way of, I guess, trying to diffuse a, a tension that they can clearly feel. It's just a family member who loves me who doesn't understand. It's estimated over a million Australians are living with an eating disorder, with less than a quarter receiving treatment or support. And Melissa Wilton from the Butterfly Foundation, which is a national charity for eating disorders, says for a lot of people, it gets heaps worse during the holiday season. All of the um, celebratory occasions, lots of food, lots of people, heightened anxiety around seeing people you might have seen for a while. It's all kind of compounded, I think, in Australia by the fact that our Christmas period is in summer, of course. So it's, you know, people are going to the beach, they're wearing less clothes, there's a lot more focus on body, a lot more attention around body image. And that just adds to all the pressures as well. There's been a year-on-year -year increase in calls to the Butterfly Helpline during the holiday period. Something that Melissa says has been made worse by the pandemic, as well as pressure of new year, new me diets and exercise regimes. So in December and January last year, we had about 15% more contacts than we'd had the previous year. And in total, we've had about 35% more contacts than we had pre-COVID. So COVID has also had a big impact. I know we kind of have moved on in many ways from COVID, but we're still seeing the repercussions of that, that very stressful period. About three quarters of people living with an eating disorder experience what's called an eating disorder voice or noise in their heads. 
a form of negative self-talk, talking, telling them that they're not good enough, that they're not worthy, that their behaviours are not appropriate, that people are looking at them, making them self-conscious, making them feel worthless, hopeless. And it's really important to try and counteract that voice and to recognise it when it starts happening. Stressful events like Christmas and New Year's can actually cause some people to relapse. And Melissa says during the festive season, it's really important to support your loved ones who are living with an eating disorder. I think it's really important to check in with them and to just ask them how they're doing and how they're feeling. Um, it can be very helpful to have a, a, a trigger word or a, uh, a signal or something that that person can show to you if they're across the table and they're suddenly feeling overwhelmed, some kind of signal that they can give you so that you can help them and support them through that. For Mia, she's been in recovery since 2017, thanks to treatment and therapy, as well as plenty of love and support from her friends and family. And she has some advice for those of you living with an eating disorder this Christmas. Draw boundaries for yourself, be gentle with yourself, have compassion for yourself and also for the family members who may be saying the wrong thing, which is, I know, potentially a controversial thing to say, but a lot of the time people don't say the wrong thing because they intend harm. It's just because they don't know. And for me, knowing that somebody hasn't said something wrong because it's an attack, but just because it's a mistake, it was really beneficial for me, I guess. Summer hack. Yeah, April McLennan with that update. And just a reminder, if you are struggling or need some support over the summer period or at any time, you can call the Butterfly Foundation. They're on 1-800-ED-HOPE. That's 1-800-334673. Lifeline is always there as well on 13 11 14. And you don't have to talk to them on the phone. There are chat options available as well, and you can find those online. 